Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Greg Giannotti, Ryan Jones, Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Joining us right now, Will Brentson, CBS Sports Senior NFL Writer and a part of the Pick 6 podcast mm-hmm. that you can download on iTunes with Will and Nick Costos and Pete Prisco. Yeah, that punk. Jason Lockenfora and Juju Smith-Schuster. And Martavius. Martavius Bryant. Hey, Will, good morning, man. What's happening? What's up, guys? We actually have a, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, don't typically promo stuff that could be cool, but we have two cool guests coming out this week on the Pick 6 podcast. Leonard Fournette. Oh, wow. Jaguars running back and Travis Kelsey uh, tied in for the Chiefs. Kel- both were both were fantastic. Um, Fournette, you know that play where, um, Mike, where Fournette's like waving at Mike Mitchell? Yeah, Mike Mitchell and ran him over. Yeah. Mike Mitchell came, though. I yeah. mean, Mike Mitchell showed up. <laughs> Well, we were like, we we're like, so were you like, were you waving at Mike Mitchell? He's like, yeah. He's like, we've been battling all day. I was telling him to come get some. Oh, right? but you yeah. just tell him to get healthy. That damn ankle, that same thing that bothered him when he was at LSU, and because TJ Yeldon went off. Yeah, he said um, he's planning on playing for those fantasy owners out there okay. after the bye. But uh, check out the podcast. Those are the cool. What about Kelsey? Was he a douche? <laughs> oh, Kelsey is awesome. Oh, is he? <laughs> Came off like a douche on that uh, reality TV show that he did. Well, I mean, like he, I mean, he was definitely a bro, like, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's a lot of times when you do these interviews, you know, with athletes and you guys know this as well as anybody, you know, you can get some, some boring interviews. Mm. Uh, I mean, even like, even somebody like Gronk, who's, you know, the funny, one of the funnier human beings on the planet has been trained by the Patriots to be, you know, subdued and, and Kelsey is, Kelsey is not subdued. I found him, I found him to be very amusing um, in the sense of like, that's what I would like to be. I, that's how I would like to be. Travis, I would like to be Travis Kelsey-ish if I were uh, big, actually tall and strong and fast and, and a professional athlete. We've seen some takes on Carson Wentz this past week or these past couple of days after the Monday night performance against the Redskins. Where I mean, I, I agree the guy has been great, but I mean, some of the stuff we're hearing, the Brett Favre comparisons and he's the MVP and all of this stuff. Um, are you in that category, or are you more reserved with your praise for Carson Wentz? No, I'm I'm in the effusive praise category. In the, in the sense of seven games into the season, if we're taking a look around the landscape of the 2017 NFL season, I think Carson Wentz is one of the top three MVP candidates in the league. I mean, you have Tom Brady, surprise, surprise, age 40, rolling right along, Alex Smith, um, he's, he's been great. You know, the Chiefs are out to a good record. He's playing exceptional, no interceptions. I think he leads the league in passer rating and, like, yards per attempt and completion percentage. Um, and then Carson Wentz has elevated his game in his second season. You know, he he looks – he and I, maybe the far stuff works. I almost think he's uh, – it's, it's some sort of – and, look, you don't want to throw out all these, all these names and, and try to compare him to – you know, and then and then and then 
than you making these messed up comparisons. But I mean, if I were to, I mean, I would say he's almost Cam Newton or Ben Roethlisberger-esque because he can escape from the pocket. He's got a big arm. and can move it, move the ball down the field. He's athletic. He's much faster than people think. And he he seems to have a sense for for a big stage. He, you know, he doesn't seem overwhelmed by anything. And uh, I mean, look, the numbers, the numbers, and the stats, and the eye test. You know, it all it all fits if you're trying to put him in that MVP conversation. It is worth noting that last year Carson Wentz came out on fire. It was Wentzadelphia or, or you know whatever whatever Wentzylvania or whatever it was. Um, and then he lost Lane Johnson to suspension. And he really took a nosedive in terms of his production and his statistics. I don't think he's going to keep this up over the course of 17 or 16 games. Jason Peters out with an ACL for the season. That is going to be a big problem for the Eagles. If you watch the game early against the Redskins, they blitzed him aggressively, and he sort of struggled with it. He didn't come out of fire. The Redskins were winning that game in the first quarter and a half and then went through three touchdowns in nine minutes and just sort of took over and did a good job identifying the blitz and reading and you know reading those defenses and making the throws. So, you know, I, I I will be interested to see how he responds when teams are able to attack him a little bit easier without his starting you know all all or, you know, NFL All Pro tackle uh, there protecting him. Now, what about the other in that draft class? Uh, Jared Goff. Uh, the Rams are playing some good ball. Five and two. Sean McVay. Of course, the head coach and uh, Matt Lafleur, I believe, is the uh, OC there. Uh, what are they saying about his progression? I know he doesn't have a lofty or gaudy uh, com- completion percentage, but nine touchdowns, four interceptions. Look like the light has gone on for him as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I mean, am I? I don't think I'm being remiss in leaving him out of the MVP conversation, right? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not saying that. No, no, but the, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, although, I mean, he's probably in the. He's, look, his team's—he's got one of the five. His team's got one of the five best records in the NFL. He's a young quarterback, ascending quarterback who's playing well um, in a year where a lot of teams are down. He, you know, he's probably in the top ten conversation, right? I mean, if, if you're doing your top ten list of MVPs to make that big a leap, remember last year he finished the season with with seven games and less than 1,100 yards, five touchdowns, seven interceptions. This year he's played seven games. 1,700 yards, nine touchdowns, four picks. His yards per attempt is up 2.4 yards, and his yards per game is up almost a full 90 yards per game. I mean, the, the, the difference is, is in the staff and the coaching staff. And, you know, you mentioned Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay. What they've done from a perspective of um, – I mean, it's, it's the difference between – I mean, I guess I'm like a, I don't know what the car analogy is because there's if, you know, if, if Sean McVay is a Ferrari, I mean, what like what is – Jeff Fisher's like a. I mean, I, I don't even. Pinto. Like, like <laughs> Be nice. Like, no, I, I think that's too close to a Ferrari. Like, I think it's like a golf cart with one wheel. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say a, a Hugo yeah. or a Pacer. Right. <laughs> like a rickshaw, maybe. <laughs> traditional insult. But I mean, like, when you look at what Todd Gurley's doing, and look, they added weapons and they added, you know, they added offensive line help. The offensive line's been a big boon. But I think the biggest biggest difference is, and you saw this with Kirk Cousins before Sean McVay left and went to Los Angeles, is that it wasn't necessarily about like you didn't you never saw Kirk Cousins make that play that Carson Wentz made where he's being sacked by three guys and sprints out of the pocket and then heaves one downfield. You know, it's not the improv stuff that he does well. What it is is playing within the system and allowing the system. Being on the same page as Sean McVay, mentally, 
and seeing the same things that he sees on the field in terms of what the defense is giving you and then running the plays, calling the plays, and pulling the trigger on the right throws. Sean McVay's system is designed to get guys open and to make these easier reads, but it, that's not an insult. It's Jared Goff and, and Kirk Cousins are both have both been good over the past two or three years about being a point guard in that system and distributing the ball intelligently. And I think that's what you're seeing, and it builds that confidence. It allows him to make these throws. And I think Goff has the pedigree to, to grow into being a great quarterback. It's just a, it was just a matter of getting his confidence, getting him in a good system, and I think they've done that. So, yeah, I, I, buy, I buy the Rams all day. I buy the, the Rams and Eagles, look, it's not, out of, it's not out of control when you consider that Aaron Rodgers is done and you consider the struggles of the, the NFC South you know, up and down team, up and down teams. The Saints have looked very good. It's not out of control to to imagine a world where Jared Goff and Carson Wentz meet in the NFC, the <laughs> NFC championship. No, I know the NFC is a tough one to handicap, and that's where I was going with my next question. So, you like both of those teams? Hey, who else? I mean, do you believe in the Minnesota Vikings at five and two? Because I sure don't. I mean, it's hard to with with Case Keenum as your quarterback and Latavius Murray as your running back. And, and look, those guys they can they have enough talent at wide receiver and, and tight end with, with Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. Kyle Rudolph, where they can, you know, they can they can produce some enough points, and their defense is stout, and it's going to be it's going to remain stout because Mike Zimmer's a good coach, and they have tons of talent there. Um, I think last year's collapse put some red flags up there for anybody who's trying to buy the Vikings. You can't totally buy in. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't rule out, and this will, people keep laughing at me for saying this. I don't rule out the Bears in that division, and that, I mean it sounds crazy, but they are they just win in weird ways. They have a defense that's frisky enough to create turnovers and create close sloppy games and they're pulling out the total full bag of tricks. The it's a kitchen sink situation. They're trying to win in every way possible on offense, even if Mitchell Trubisky throws seven times. You know, so I think anybody in that division can win. I, yeah, I still think the NFC South is wide open. Um but, but yeah, I mean in in respect with respect to the Vikings you know, they have they have the skill to pull away in the sense that they have the best unit of anyone in that league. You know, that defense is better – that division, excuse me. That defense is better than the Packers' offense and defense, the Lions' offense and defense, the Bears' offense and defense. So they can win those division games on the strength of their defense. It's just going to be ugly. But if they can pull away and, and create sort of a, a, pad, a padded lead of sorts in the event that Aaron Rodgers comes back – um, or in the event that they're able to get Teddy Bridgewater or Sam Bradford back, then I think the, the Minnesota can be a dangerous team. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't rule out a, a collapse and, a, and a, the Bears sneaking in at 7, 8, and 1 or something like that. Will, it's our fault that we did not have enough time with you today. Are you doing anything at uh, 8 o'clock? you want to hang for another 5 or, or 10 minutes, or is that going to bite into something else you have going on? Um, I may get into trouble if I do that. I have to. Ah! Ah! All right. <laughs> Fine. It's our fault, Bye. man. Next time, I'm yeah. going to break earlier for you because uh, we ran out of time quick. So. Oh, it's, not your, it's not your fault. We'll do it again. We can do it again soon. Um, it's, it, it, would, it would literally be an impediment in my marriage. And, um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, t- t- like my dog using the bathroom, and I have to do the uh, a video hit for CBS. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. Got Tell Prisco congrats on his, uh, his Sun Devils playing well, but they're losing this weekend. Hey, NC State. What? Number 14 in the country. Oh, they're man. going down, too. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.